This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to episode one of the Awkward Tech podcast. This is a podcast that me and Presley are going to start doing. Uh, We wanted to take a branch off of the awkward tapes podcast and start podcasts where we do uh, podcasts a little more centered around technology Um, so I'm not gonna waste too much time but real quick I want to give a shout out to Zach Uh, we went over to Zach's house the other night and threw this intro music all together in like what hour and a half or something hour and a half yeah we were all there yeah so it was really really quick but I think it's a it's so really good. I'm really happy with it. Um, technically, it's not mixed and mastered, but who cares? It's it's good enough. And uh, we don't have a logo either, but we're working on it. And everything is just kind of a work in progress. So, yeah, let's jump on into it. All right, and we're back. So today for episode one, we wanted to talk about something that I think is pretty exciting and also new in the world of tech. Um, Recently, I think like a few weeks ago, Apple had their WWDC event, and in typical Apple fashion, at the very end, they had one more thing to announce, which a lot of people kind of knew was coming. And that is the Apple Vision Pro headset. So real quick, I kind of want to explain what it is for people who don't know. This is an AR or VR, it's both, headset. Um, VR, virtual reality, basically when you put on a headset, the world around you is in a completely different world than what you are in right now. takes you somewhere else. AR, augmented reality, takes the world around you using, I think this thing has like six different cameras all around and it basically takes the world around you and puts digital information over top of it kind of as an overlay so that's kind of the difference and that's what apple announced facebook um, has had their oculus quest for a while now but now apple is jumping into the game of vr so have you seen it presley what do you give us your thoughts on it first impressions yeah, I didn't watch the full WWDC, and I like how they always say one more thing because uh, yeah. you never know what's coming, <laughs> and it's usually good. Uh, but that one more thing, I think, took like 45 minutes or so yeah. I heard. Yeah, um, it was long. I didn't watch the full thing. I watched a like 25-minute recap after the fact. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how long the actual WWDC was, but those events are usually a while. Um I don't really keep up with Apple like I used to, but I'm, I'm still getting used to the new format that they've chosen to do of more of a cinematic presentation. So yeah. I like that. Those are always getting better and better. Um, but it's so dramatic. Everything it's yeah, it it's just funny the way they name everything. Um, but specifically about the VR headset off the bat, I think it's interesting that they don't say the word VR or mm. VR headset at all 
for the entire presentation. Um, and that kind of goes along with just Apple being Apple. But it is a yeah. VR headset. But mm -hmm. I guess they don't want to be tied to any of the, uh, you know, what's out there now. They want to be. I think they called it like mixed reality or something. Welcome Probably. to the era of spatial computing and yeah, everything's got to be revolutionary and never done before. Um, oh, that's everything they do. Yeah, that's everything <clears throat> they do though. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, but I. Uh, go ahead. As far as the headset itself. Um, I, I have to give it to him. It, it is revo revolutionary. Um, yeah. I, off the top of my head, uh, Apple usually takes their time with products. They usually come in last, but whenever they do come in, um, it's a, usually a perfected product. Um, I think it's interesting that it will not be released for another year. Yeah, that kind of gives developers some time to um, get in there with the software, which I think they're calling Vision OS. Sounds right. Sounds Am about right. Am I remembering that right? Vision, uh, a name iPad OS, um, iOS, Mac OS, iPad OS, Watch OS. I assume this would be Vision OS. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a little confused by the name. Last thing off the top of my head, Vision Pro. I thought you had to have a original before you had to have had to have a pro that well a confusing but it definitely has a pro price point i'm yeah so, so. i'm kind of <laughs> glad you brought that up that was one of the things i wanted to talk about so for people who don't know this is something that they announced you know a few weeks ago um by the time you're watching this maybe close to a month but um it's not actually going to come out until next year but the price is thirty five hundred dollars so it definitely has the pro price tag, but I wanted to share this story. Let me uh, let me screen share real quick. I can. It's not really thirty five hundred dollars. It's like thirty four ninety nine. Oh, right, big difference. So, yeah, save a whole dollar. Let me show this real quick. So this is a. This is a rumor um, off of Mac rumors, and a lot of rumors end up, you know, being true. Um, not even being sarcastic. A lot of stuff with the Apple is actually pretty dead on. This is talking about a cheaper headset that could come out in 2025, and instead of the Apple or the the Vision Pro, it could be called Vision One, or more simply, Apple Vision. So, yeah, that I, I could thought see this. That. Yeah, I thought this was really interesting because $3,500 is kind of a lot for, for most people. And, I mean, we can talk about some of the use cases of it, but I don't see this being something that everyone's going to be able to just jump on board with and afford. Um, but, I mean, if you look at something that Facebook has done with their Oculus, it's like 500 bucks or something like that. That's a lot more reasonable i think that's right maybe some of their other products are a little bit more than that but people can kind of get behind yeah, that a little bit easier yeah it's um it's definitely going to show them up but somebody had to start in order like i was saying earlier in order for apple to come up um after mm -hmm. them somebody had to start it and then they had to come up behind them rename everything and then perfect it 
And I have to give it to him. It's pretty. It looks nice. Oh, yeah. It looks comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I will probably not wear one for five plus years. Because um, yeah. like you said, this is not accessible to the masses. This is going to be something that's just out there. It's mm -hmm. a completed product. Like, look at it. Yeah. It's a completed product, but it's definitely expensive. There's a lot going into it. Mm -hmm. um, the way that uh, we pulled up at first, you see uh, her eyes. That's actually not yes. like a pass-through. I don't know if you looked into that at all. That's yeah. actually like an OLED screen flipped around, and it's showing what the... the uh, right, the inside. Let me scroll Goggles are showing uh, what they're looking at. I mean, it's got speakers on the side of it, which have to be pretty high quality because they're showing people watching this as like a, a literal home theater. Um, mm -hmm. It's got, yeah, responsive it tracks precision your eyes. eye tracking. I was watching some other tech. Yeah, which is really weird. I was uh, listening to some other tech reviewers and they who were there for the event and they got to try it. Mm -hmm. um, they said it was like magic, like it was the closest thing to it. Yeah, um, I heard MKBHD. It's, it's hefty. Yeah, he, he talked a little bit about that yeah, eye tracing, that... and he was like, it was really, really, really impressive. Um, but one thing about it, though, even though, yeah, it's very, very pretty, it's also got to be a little heavy, which is kind of what I've heard, too, because just the way Apple does everything, it looks very elegant and very nice. But when you make everything out of metal and glass, it's going to end up being really heavy. Um, but one thing I thought that they did that was pretty interesting, the battery is not actually in the headset. You can see here, there's a cord, and um, that plugs into, then you plug it into the wall, or you have an external battery pack that you can carry around, and um, I think that only lasts for two hours. So... Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought the battery was in the headset itself that lasts for two hours. No, no, it's not in the actual headset. You have to have an external battery pack, which on the one hand, the one hand that's kind of a good thing because if they added the battery in there, it'd be even heavier and thicker and bigger, and it keeps yeah. going away and away from your face. Whereas this, it looks like it's pretty close to your face. They kind of look like ski goggles. I've been seeing people kind of making fun of them a little bit. But I, I think mean, they did a good job overall. Yeah, that's not a bad thing to compare it to. At least that's something that people are familiar with. Right. Um, I saw someone, someone else also um, compared their video to a Ready Player One clip. Yeah. Let me actually like pull when it the, back up. Yeah, when I the video exactly starts, it's, it's an exact parallel. I mean, it goes in on his right side instead of his left side, but it's... This right yeah, here. This, yep. That is the it's, exact it's thing. It's literally the exact flip. Mm -hmm. um, I did think it was interesting. Uh, of course, with this being Apple, it integrates with everything else Apple. I thought it was interesting. Um, you kind of feel like Tony Stark with all the different floating windows, and mm -hmm. you can interact with it, uh, highlight different things with your eyes. Uh, you can actually open up your laptop if you have it on the side, and then that becomes its own window that floats. Yeah. And then you have the entire, you know, it's it's like extra computing power externally. Yeah, so that's really cool, too. It seems like what they are leaning towards is more, um, number one, 
entertainment. Um, and then number two, probably like productivity, things like that. But I was actually listening to a podcast. Um, we listened to Lex Friedman sometimes. Well, he had on Mark Zuckerberg around the time that this was released. And so he asked him about it. Um, and I mean, obviously he's not going to say, yeah, they beat us by a long shot. But one thing that I thought was interesting that he brought up <laughs> was they, the one element that they're kind of missing in all this, uh, which I feel like is kind of a big one is the gaming and fitness aspects of it. And this doesn't really strike me as like, that's what they were going for, which I thought was interesting for him to say that. But I mean, I personally, if something's made of glass and metal, I'm not really going to think of working out and moving around and being super quick. And that's kind of a whole area of VR that you can do on the Oculus Quest because it's made of plastic. And I'm sure the newer models have gotten better with that and getting lighter and lighter. But he brought that up. Another thing he brought up um, was, so the way that this headset works is the eye tracking is amazing. But in order to actually select something, you just go like that with your fingers, and that selects yeah. things, which is cool. And I've heard MKBHD talk about this too. He was like, you're in this whole immersive experience, but the moment you do this, you just miss a little bit of the haptic feedback that you would normally get in a regular controller. Yep. So, I mean, that, that's I think what they were going for was they were trying to make it easy anyone can just do that you don't have to hold a controller you can just basically have your normal workflow but it does make it a little less interactive and i feel like they're also kind of missing out on one area of vr with not kind of staying away from the physically active part of it you know what i mean yeah well apple's kind of stepped away from gaming in general um you think back to when the ipad 234 was coming out all the different benchmark mm -hmm. games that were uh, custom made just for iPad a lot of them aren't there anymore um, and then they launched Apple Arcade which I don't know a single person that uses that No, they just download the free games with the multitude of ads um, I don't really think of Apple as a gaming uh, company yeah I've general. heard that they're trying to get a little bit more into it because they're trying to just get more developers and, and there's actually a way now they came out with some tool I heard about was ran through the news stuff and it's a way for developers to try to transfer games that are made for like Windows games to try to be able to convert them to Mac OS because it's not that like mm. Mac and everything Apple related doesn't have the power to do it. They're very powerful machines. They're just not optimized for it. It's not meant to run Fortnite. It's not meant to run any big game that people play. That's meant to be played on a Windows machine or something like that. Yeah. I, I do think you're onto something with the naming scheme, them calling it pro because if yeah. they've thought ahead of this, which they probably have, they've definitely had the time to. Mm -hmm. um, if this is their pro version, that's going to be the sleekest um, with the most features, the most cameras, the most everything just packed into it. If this is the pro version, they're probably going to come out with just Apple Vision or mm -hmm. 
take off their uh, naming scheme with uh, iPhones, call it Vision SE or some equivalent to that. Mm. Yeah, uh, that'll I could see coming in at more of an Oculus competitor, and then they would really be off the map if they got into gaming. But I don't know. I I don't really. They're gonna have to make some changes or, or get get some developers in to make games. The the problem that Apple has always had is they don't play nice with others. Mm. So getting all these game companies to make one that works with their hardware software, which it's capable, but it has mm-hmm. to be developed differently. So one thing to your point of not playing nice with others, I did actually see because um, I watched the whole thing and it it was long. Um, but one thing that they talked about, they're doing some kind of partnership with Disney. It seemed like, so when, like right now, when you get it, it basically is going to come with some kind of VR experience where you can watch different Disney things. Like you can sit like a star Wars space shuttle and like watch Mm. the Mandalorian or something like that, which was cool. Um, so I think that they're trying to make certain partnerships, but one thing I thought was really cool was they were talking about um, this idea. I don't know if this would actually happen, but let's say instead of going to a basketball game and instead of watching it on your TV, you you would be able to literally sit as if you were watching courtside a real game live as if you were sitting there. Now, you would have to probably pay a lot of money to to watch that. You'd have to get like a ticket for it. But I could see people doing that. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, just cool. to do it from their house. I don't know. I, I could see them justifying making that more expensive. I could also see them not being that expensive at all. I think courtside. Um, you think about the camera, or not camera, but whatever sensory equipment that they put in place, that's going to take yeah. up real courtside seats. Right. So that may be expensive. Yeah, I don't know. I think you could. You could have like a sensor, kind of like a lot of cameras um, are already, you know, on different sports. You see it on football all the time. They have this string running across. Um, I think that it could kind of make it to where it's off to the side or something where you can kind of, Mm. I mean, you could be right and they have like VR ticket seats that are reserved for it. Um, But the whole idea is so you could be able to look around and see as if you were there and it's live too. So, yeah, if they were able to do that, that'd be cool. Yeah, and there's there's so many things that we're probably not even thinking of that are going to come from this technology, but it's cool. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, they're definitely doing things the Apple way of to the extreme and waiting until things are perfect. Uh, it, I just saw it pointed out somewhere um, on that same topic of how they like to name everything. Mm. they will, I don't know, they come up with their own names for every piece of hardware and software that there is. Like like I was saying in the beginning, like they will not use the words VR, virtual reality, virtual headset, because uh, it, yeah, it's it comes run. down to, yeah, it comes down to a control thing. Mm. Whereas if they name these things, then that means they get to control the language and the verbiage of how it's presented whereas if you say vr it's like well if one company oculus or whoever does something stupid then that kind of tanks the reputation of them inadvertently Mm-hmm. so yeah that's true that interesting mm-hmm. 
Um, well, what do you think? Do you think that this is something in like five, ten years that we're all going to be able to have a headset? Like, how much do you think that this is going to be adopted by everyone? Because right now, it's not very practical. Unless you're the Kardashians, you're not going to be all walking around like, hey, let's go watch a TV show. And then all your kids put on a VR headset and watch it together like they're saying you're in a movie theater and stuff. It's not practical right now. But when it's cheaper, when they can make a version that more people... Like if they came out with Vision SE, kind of like how they have the iPhones, they'll make an SE version. They were able to do that, make it cheaper. A lot of people could end up using using it. So, do you think it's going to get to the Ready Player One level? Do you think somewhere in the middle? And then what kind of time frame do you think all that could happen? There's a lot there. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> well, just to start it off, uh, if people will adopt it, um, I don't know. It, it's hard to think of a, a futuristic mindset, because if you ask people back in the... 80s and 90s even if they were going to yeah. carry cell phones it's like well there, someone's concept of a cell phone in the 90s was a literal brick with an antenna mm-hmm. so if you would have asked them that at that time they would have said no nobody's going to carry that around all the time who wants to do that you'd have to carry a purse or something it's like they never considered the fact that it would get smaller um, I think if these became shrunk down to the literal equivalent of sunglasses I think people would do it, but you've got to make it something that people are comfortable with and something that's acceptable. Um, I didn't think Apple watches were very stylish when they first came out. I didn't mm-hmm. think people would want them because of the pri- the same reasons. The design, they definitely stick out. You're going to get a lot of attention and the price point. But that's the yeah. exact same thing that those are the exact same things that are making this stand out. I'm trying to imagine somebody walking down the street with a uh-huh. pair That's of these on. <laughs> That's really weird. And you even see in the video um, of the dad leaning down to take like a live photo with the goggles. Yeah. Let me actually it's throw like, that up there. That's going to be a, a special moment to look back on while you're pulling that up. Uh, that's going to be a special moment to look back on. But I could see the, uh, what do you call them, the social... I don't know. Is that it? Yeah. Those that are all all worried about um, socializing and and making sure you're in the moment. Yeah, I heard some criticism over that too. Like, why would, if if you're going to take a picture, why would you be like, hold on, let me get my headset on. You get the headset on and then you press it. Because the whole idea with this versus using your phone is that this is actually 3D. So when you go back and watch it, you're actually going to be able to see the image. You're going to be able to like see your, in this example, has your kids. You'd be able to like look and you'd be able to see them in, in a three, three D, three dimension, right? But yeah, also, you're be kind great of to look not present. <laughs> yeah, you're not really there in the moment. I think it would be great to look back on. I don't think it's any different using a disposable camera versus using your iPhone. There's not much difference there, and socially, there's no not much of a question there. Um, except for people who are already looking to demonize phones and technology and ad- advocating for living in the moment. I don't think realistically that that's a difference, but I don't think people are going to be out and about outside of their home saying, 
let me put on my goggles and Mm -hmm. enjoy the moment. Yeah, I was thinking too, like, okay, when would I, when would I actually use this thing? And I was like, all right, well, if I go out, I'm at a coffee shop and I'm editing, I'm not going to bring a headset. I don't think because I I feel like that's so, number one, you're going to get a lot of looks. Are you buying yourself? distracting. Well, I was thinking the only time that I would do it is by myself, probably at home. And then you kind of start to take away from all the opportunities you could use it. And I would just use my Mac. Yeah. But also that could be me being an old geezer and I'm not seeing the future. <laughs> you know? Oh, maybe. Maybe. I, I, I do think it's going to definitely be more comfortable in your home. Like I don't use, uh, I don't want to activate her, but I don't, I don't want to use Siri when I'm out in public. It just looks yeah. weird. And anytime I do, people make fun of it. Yeah. Like on my watch, especially that's just easier just to hold down the, the crown on the watch and speak to Siri, remind me to do this mm-hmm. than it is to pull out my phone and do it or, or to make the reminder manually. But from an at home experience, I think absolutely that that's kind of what, um, you see the stereotypical, uh, streamer setup. look how he's yeah. just surrounded by technology you think about ninja think about how he's just surrounded by technology or any other streamer that just has screens surrounding them mm-hmm. it's the same thing right but i feel like it could a, get a freer sense right yeah it could be better um but also too i was thinking like go going back to the use cases for it, either entertainment or people who are working as far as workflow it would be cool and ultimately, it might get to the point to where you don't need to buy monitors. You don't need to buy all this extra mm-hmm. stuff. You could just have your VR headset and then carry around a keyboard and a mouse. That could be I think cool. That's, I think that's what they're pushing for. Because if you look at yeah. the demo videos, they don't have a screen at home. Right. They were just on their couch watching it with a VR headset. Granted, they were by themselves because you would have to buy one for everyone. And then that's well, just expensive. Let me ask you this. Do you think that this can kind of take away from their sales of their desktops especially their desktops but maybe some of their laptops too if if this is the new portable computer because this thing actually does have an m2 chip in it and another yeah, it's chip. got a couple it's got a couple chips in yeah it. so would that kind of take away that might be a while before it happens but just accelerating 10 years i do think it it Phones were the same way. They started off very analog, very low tech. But for the sake of convenience, Apple, Microsoft, Google, you think about all the main players there are today that make phones. Um, For the sake of convenience, that kind of drove the motivation to make everything as mobile as possible. So things got reworked. They redid certain things. Apple created certain software that works more efficiently on less power so that people could carry it around. I think things will get reworked to where this can be used in place of a desktop. Just, I mean, if you're just getting a computer, like a Chromebook for checking your email, Mm -hmm. um, if this eventually becomes a equivalent in price, I think that, you know, maybe that would be a viable option if like you said if you just have a keyboard and mouse and have this you just pop right. this on for a few minutes get some work done save some space you don't have to buy a monitor a lot of space yeah imagine if this was able to be able in like i don't know five or ten years let's take this same 
level, maybe not even 10, just a couple. If they're able to make this exact same thing where you're having like an M2 chip, that's a very, very powerful chip, very easy to do most of your workload stuff. Then they have this other chip that is for cameras, sensors, microphones, takes down the delay to only 12 milliseconds. So it feels very smooth. If you can get that good of an, an experience, you might start using your Mac, your you know MacBook a lot less, and then you could just use this. And like you said, it frees up space. It it could it could end up replacing it in some way. Well, coming off of that, Apple coming out the gate with this, I think it was a wise choice on that note to not go after gaming. I don't mm. see gaming. Gaming is is, gonna, is about to change a lot over the next five to even three to five to six seven years yeah also dependent um, upon developers i think that's it's going to change a lot the more that people it is which is why i'm interested to see what developers can come up with in the next year they have before this comes out um but to kick it off and say this is going to be the next gaming experience i don't know i feel like it kind of takes away from the community of people that like to build their own pc it's going to be a long time before you get that yeah. same amount of power in a set of goggles yeah, that's very true. So you see this more as a workflow, help you free up space, also entertainment, be able to watch things as well. I've, I've been seeing some of the animations that look really, really cool, just like you're watching a normal you know, football game or something like that, but then it's kind of interactive and has different, you know, characters mm -hmm. and players and stats in the field and everything just popping up in front of you i think that's what they're going for and i think i agree with you like they said i think it's probably a wise choice that they went down this route um and then i think over time it's just going to be all those things that they're missing it's kind of dependent upon developers in the same way that facebook they're dependent upon you know everyone else around them to turn it into what it's going to turn into which I feel like now that Apple has done it, um, I mean, they're such a large company. I think now people are going to be on board now more than ever. Because if you go back years ago, do you remember when Google came out with their Google Glass, Google Glasses, and it just died? Yeah, they were way too early. They were way, way too, too early, early for that to be appreciated. Yeah, it's it's way ahead of its time because even today it's 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 like it's starting to get there the technology is starting to get there but at the time i mean it was it was kind of a joke because at the end of the day you're walking around with glasses that have a camera on it and it just it doesn't look normal um so i feel like this is a kind of and a step everyone in that knows direction. it and everyone knows it yeah which this well, is still kind of like they that don't look way, any but... less weird today yeah yeah well, they don't look any less weird today, uh, Google Glass, than they did 10 years ago. They still yeah. look weird. Yeah. Uh, and everyone knows you're wearing a headset. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess to put my thoughts up, wrap it up in short, um, I think Apple, like most of their other stuff, is going to become a very home user-focused item. I would love to have something yeah, like this in a workplace environment. I think productivity would be just crazy the things that you'd just be able to have open around you. But I don't know. I think it's the first step in a crazy new future that mm -hmm. is that we're seeing the very beginning of another thing going to work real quick. Um, I saw one example 
like let's say you're working on something some kind of mold or some kind of project for a device or some piece of you know hardware you'd be able to see it 3d be able to make adjustments to the model that you're making up i feel like there's just all kinds of use cases that we don't even know about yet but could get there eventually yep. but ultimately it's got to get cheaper before people will be able to do that but i think that's a big it's a big step in the right direction i think more people will probably end up getting it than we think even though it's a hefty price tag it looks really really good it's really cool but I feel like right now it's kind of more of a play toy than anything, and it's not fully practical. Yeah. But maybe in no, but five nobody years it'll be different. Nobody can justify this. Yeah, not really. Unless you just got some money to spend and you kind of want a free, <laughs> a good toy. But yeah, I think we're about out Which of time. I don't. Any uh, closing thoughts? Mm -hmm. No, but I am excited. Uh, for this podcast, for VR, for all that mm -hmm. good stuff. I love technology. Um, I think we've both uh, decided to choose a career in it, so it's exciting yep. to get to talk about it, uh, more of a subject matter uh, focus on this podcast rather than having fun on the other one, which is awesome too. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching the first episode of the Awkward Tech Podcast. We plan to be doing this like every week, keep posting out and get more content out there. So if you all like this, stick around and we're planning on doing this for the foreseeable future. So join and uh, keep coming back every week. Thank you guys. See ya.